0: All right, welcome back. This is uh, Flow Radio. Hello, everyone. We're doing a little special Christmas themed podcast. We want to talk about some Christmassy stuff. Uh, with me, I have Tim, Jeremy, Mark. And Mark, uh, you're a newbie here.
1: Yeah, this is my, my first time. Yeah, long, long how do time you feel? Listener. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, attendee. really? Yeah. Oh, my
0: God, that's flattering. You've, you're forced to listen because you work, yeah. Right. Or you have to vet yeah. it for so we're not revealing I mean, any no, I, I mean,
1: don't uh, you know? Don't get it twisted. I do enjoy it. Ah. Yeah. Wow. Extra extracurricularly. Yeah. I, I would I would listen to it for sure.
0: Oh wow. Uh, yeah. Our listeners can't see, but he's handing me, uh, or I'm handing yeah. him a ten dollar bill right yeah. now. Yeah. So. It's, yeah. It's a bag with a dollar sign on it <laughs> yeah. with one ten dollar. On <laughs> uh, what do you do at Metalab?
1: Uh, I run the consulting team. My title is, I think I'm the only person with this title in the world. It's the head of consulting. Um, it means a lot of things, but I think at this point, um, essentially I'm responsible for being the person who goes out and actually gets clients. Mm. Um, it's been like, I've been at the company for seven years. Mm. So it's been, it's been a lot of things at a lot of different points, but I think that's kind of what I'm easing into right now. Um, is just being the first people that people talk to if they want to work with MetaLab, yeah, um, meeting them if I need to and figuring out what a project actually looks like.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What? How do we get clients? I don't, like, I think as a developer, I'm kind of removed from that process, which is kind of nice,
1: right? Yeah, uh, that's that's by design too. Yeah. I think because like we really wanted to separate. Um, you know, having not having every single person in the company involved in you know bringing clients in and doing sales and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I prefer to just be. Like, let you guys focus on your work and just yeah. kind of do, do all that myself if I can. Um, we get clients where it's actually really amazing. It's pretty much every client we get is just organically coming to the company, mm-hmm. knowing us or getting a referral from someone we've worked with um, and, and getting in touch with us that way, which is pretty amazing. And it's so lucky because I don't have to do tons of horrible sales stuff.
0: Yeah, we I think we, we have the ability to pick and choose pretty, yeah, pretty well. Absolutely. Some good clients.
1: Um it's actually, it, it, it honestly amazes me every day. And it's the kind of thing that you think is going to crumble eventually and fall apart and that we'll have to do a more traditional approach to going and finding clients. But yeah, not only does everyone come to us, but we, we can turn people away if we want to um, so that we don't end up working on, on garbage, which is a pretty amazing gift mm-hmm. that we get every month. It's not have to work with people that we actively hate.
2: Mark, you said that you've been around for seven years. You were actually employee number two. Was it two? I think so. Well, if you count uh Andrew as
1: one. Yeah, which I, I guess, guess you, no one does. No one does. So you were yeah. employed
0: double <laughs> O one.
1: That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I should I wish I could get something for that.
0: How do you get hired on, on a team of one? What did what uh, I snake so, oil did Andrew sell you to get you <laughs> in there?
1: <laughs> well so I've actually I've known Andrew for um for more than a decade. It's been a really, really long time. Um we met uh the first week of journalism school at Ryerson University. Right. Um and then I think it was maybe four years after that, um, I was running a really, really small copywriting company that wasn't doing very well, because um, <laughs> I just, I shouldn't have been doing it. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, I really wanted to, it was kind of like how Andrew started, was real, I was working at an HMV in Toronto. Nice. And I just really wanted to, I really wanted to quit. And I thought, and at that point I was going to to, to York, and I was studying professional writing. And a lot of people I knew there were just doing copywriting for overseas companies. and. Right trying to put a couple dollars together that way and i realized all right i'll give that a shot and andrew and i had always kind of kept in touch but he so i I think i got one client on my own and they paid me like ten dollars an hour (laughs) and then i got a client from andrew and suddenly i was making 50 because i just kind of let him like guide me as far as what should i tell these people so you did
2: some quick napkin math yeah. And figure it out. Yeah. Okay.
1: This is a, a, a star that I should hitch my wagon to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I think, you know, the business that I was doing just kind of like flopped um, and I was kind of wondering what I was going to do next. I actually moved back in with my, with my parents um, and I was kind of trying to plot, like, what am I going to do with myself? Am I going to keep going to school? And then uh, I think Andrew was going on a trip to Europe and he wanted someone to manage a few projects at MetaLab Cause it was, yeah, it was just him and I think maybe William mm-hmm. and William was like four at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, he just said, yeah, like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pay you, I'll pay you like a thousand dollars or something. And you could just manage these projects for a couple of weeks. And I thought, great, I'll give that a shot. Yeah. I, I've never like really managed a project before. Yeah. And then he got back and he said, great. Everything's like went okay. How about you just do this? how about don't go how about <laughs> yeah. stay please uh, Keep doing the things you do yeah and i honestly just kind of thought like oh great this is like a this is a really good thing to do for now until i'm able to be a, a like a, a writer or whatever i thought i was gonna do yeah and i just got w- more and more into it and i realized that it was actually something that was totally well suited to how i am and what i'm good at yeah um and so yeah the company grew my role grew and yeah
0: and you know yeah. i like i suppose you None of us really, I think, want to pigeonhole ourselves into one thing, and you know, I don't think like you were kind of doing project management at that point, and yeah. we're doing that a little bit and maybe a little bit of client management, but it, I, do you ever feel like you're a project
1: manager? No. no. Uh, particularly now that we have a real project manager. Yeah. Uh, what a revelation. Yeah, yeah, when I when I think about whatever project management I was doing back then, it's... It's laughable compared to what Sean does. Right. Um, there's a lot of things that are laughable in our past. That yeah. You reflect yeah. On after about Absolutely. five years. And I think that's, I think that's a pretty like healthy yeah. step is just thinking about a year ago and thinking we were so disorganized yeah. and oh, yeah. now we're doing a little bit better. Right. Yeah.
0: I've been here three years and I feel that like even looking back at some of the stuff I was working on, I was like, wow, oh, yeah. well, how did I organize right. myself? Yeah. yeah there's, yeah. there's,
1: there's some aphorism about needing to do that and that yeah. being a good way to, to always be getting better. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Um so I, I guess you're over you work remote right now, is, is that what's that arrangement like as far as uh
1: I mean I share a home office uh in Vancouver with uh my cat's litter box. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um uh, it's it's honestly great, but and I'm and I'm not just saying this for appearances, but I I really I miss the office. Mm-hmm. Um working remotely to me is really hard just because um I don't know, you just you, being around people it it, it actually did. matters, you know, way more than I thought it did. I've, I I like mm-hmm. I've always thought of myself as being a pretty quiet, like introverted person, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, I realized like 2 months into working remotely, I was like something's something's kind of missing here. Yeah. Like and I realized it was just being around the office, saying hi to people and and just stopping and saying hi, whereas in in Vancouver, I'm I'm literally just kind of like by myself most of the day. Yeah. And you have to you have to make uh, whatever, whatever social contact you have, you know, it's like right. I, you have to go work from a coffee shop. You have to go do th- all that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. You have to um, work from a coffee shop. Uh, wait. Uh, do you do that? I well, I do a you, little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink coffee, so it's like oh. it's kind of. <laughs> I, I just go so there and, like, uh, and I'm like a hobo. Yeah, there. I yeah, just like I'm good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this cream free? I'll have one later. Thank yeah. You.
0: <laughs> um, that was uh, that was an interesting thing. Like from an HR point of view or from like a, mm-hmm. a manager point of view, do you feel like you have to manage, like I'm talking to Tim, but mm-hmm. do you feel like you have to manage those, those, like we expect this remote work thing to work out, but when it doesn't like, we kind of have to skate yeah. to where the puck is going.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Um We're very flexible with, with our remote employees. And I think it's very clear to both parties when it's not working out. Yeah. Um, and I think it's definitely working out with Mark, obviously. Um, everyone kind of has an understanding of what their roles and responsibilities are. And the things that need to get done keep getting done. And yeah. when those things don't get done, you're going to have a conversation. And you're going to figure it out, right? Yeah. Or else things might not work out. Or you're going to have to come back and work at HQ. Or sometimes it just doesn't work out. But
0: Did you see that Travis CI post this week about... How they they rethought their uh, unlimited vacation to minimum vacation time. Yeah,
2: no, I I thought that was actually really interesting because um, there definitely is an element of people feeling guilty about leaving people high and dry. So they might be less likely to say, you know, ask for for vacation. Yeah. So in this post, what what they're saying is they used to have like an unlimited vacation. And then what they did is they actually had a minimum vacation policy, which is 25 paid vacation days. I can't remember if they include stats or not in that total, but what, when we moved to unlimited vacation back in, I think it was 2013, we actually wanted people to take more vacation. We were noticing people on average were taking like four or five paid days aside from all the stats. And mm. we were like, this is insane. Like we can see it on, we can see how taxing it is on people Yeah, and you know, we don't celebrate workaholism here. We don't want people to be working themselves to death, working on the weekends and and all that sort of thing. We want people to actually take time off because it's really good. Yeah, and I think I feel like I'm a, I'm guilty of not taking enough time, even though. I'll take my two weeks. I know that I need more time. You, yeah. just, you just need to remove yourself.
0: And we've all seen that guy with a little too much responsibility with beads of sweat on his forehead constantly that won't take any vacation. No, exactly.
2: And and so I think it's interesting about halfway through the year, I went through and saw, I, I was kind of looking at who'd who been taking vacation and who hadn't. Mm-hmm. I had to remind people like, hey, you should really take some time off. Yeah. That would be really good for you. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, I just like, I'll get around to it. I'm like, no, no, you, you really should. Yeah. So I found that post really interesting and maybe it's something that we we, we could think about doing yeah uh, in some in some capacity but um, the statistics don't lie that when we went from a set like let's say two week policy Mm -hmm. we pretty much doubled the amount of days that people were taking on average so we went from about five before on like the standard you know two week vacation here in BC um, up to about 10 to 12 I think <laughs> and that and that was so we still like just taking so, the minimum. So it means that people were taking two or three weeks versus like yeah. one week. Right, 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 right. And that was a totally positive thing, and we totally encourage it because yeah. the times that I've gone on vacation and actually shut off from work. So there's there's the difference between oh I'll in your email when you're emailing out your autoresponder and you're saying I will be checking sporadically. Don't say that. You're not taking a vacation then. You, yeah, you absolutely aren't. I remember I went to like Disneyland, and then when I came back, I had been checking after after being in the park for like eight hours, and I'd like respond to something. Oh God! And then it creates an expectation. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, I've made my own bed. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix this. It's just like it's not a vacation. Your brain needs to be totally removed from your coworkers, uh, the work that you're doing. Yeah. You just need time to kind of you know do your own thing.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's a really interesting condition of you know the idea that we have of like you start. Work when you want to and and you can Mm -hmm. leave when you want to as long as you're getting what you want Or what you need to get done done. Yeah, um Like people always say to me like oh that that's that's so amazing that you get to do that You must not work that much. That's Mm -hmm. always the assumption, right? Is that that must just mean you work way less and I kind of feel like That's directly related to just not really being able to tune out
2: Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, you connect yourself more to your job at more times. Mm -hmm. There's more I think there's more times where I kind of catch myself doing things on the weekend because maybe on the Friday I only did, you know, a few hours of actual, I didn't feel productive enough. Right. Yeah. And I'm trying to satisfy that need of being a productive member of the team because mm-hmm. everyone has that inherent thing. They want to be productive. Yeah. they want, you know, to, to show everyone that they're being productive and contributing because that's a really great feeling when, when um, you get recognized for that, or you Absolutely. can make a big yeah. contribu- contribution to the team. So I think um, once you remove those boundaries, there, there does become um, more of a, a gray area there, and I think some people will work better in boundaries. And I know there are people uh, here who keep much more rigid schedules. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I'm pretty like I'm pretty standard yeah, when I come stay, in and leave. If you
2: stay regimented, so I know that there's one person who uh, is here at nine and you know checks out at five because he's got kids and he's yeah. got to go home, and that's and that works hundred percent. That yeah. doesn't clash with our style. It's just. His style works best that way whereas mm-hmm. you know my style is a little bit more freeform but mm-hmm. i still get this i still get all the things done that i need to get done yeah and so it's it's a really um i don't know it's definitely a great thing that we're able to offer and you know you can kind of mold the best way to work the most productively and that's always been our thing give yeah. people the the um uh, the best environment and tools and uh, leeway to kind of make their own Decisions and be autonomous, mm-hmm. uh, and they'll figure it out because Help. we hire smart people who can do that. Have a
3: holly jolly Christmas,
0: and in case you didn't hear,
3: oh
2: by
0: golly, have a holly jolly Christmas this year.
2: Have you guys done your Christmas shopping yet? I it's the ha-
0: it's the t- eleventh today. Well, well, so I think we're on the like we're on the online shopping deadline around now yeah it, oh, get i everything. i am fully
2: done you're I, done i finished like a week and a half ago how many ago. people
1: did you have to buy for this oh that's
0: like, right oh, i don't yeah. have
2: many loved ones so oh yeah, my yeah. god so Ooh, I, only salt has, in the wound there. I only had to do six i think so two oh, s- that's oh. a lot I had a double secret santa cuz we're doing a double in oh, our little yeah. room and then i have f- Wait, four family members you're doing secret double secret santa? santa you s- yeah i got chris and ben we all got each other something
0: oh yeah so really sweet. You, I, know. I mean, sweet. <laughs> you guys are heartless. Must nice. Heartless. I got. So, I got yeah. Cyrus a uh, bottle of uh, whiskey. So so when hopefully this will come I, out before tonight. Listen. Yeah, Do you think? Listen. I
2: don't know. He's. Oh, well, hopefully Thank he'll be great. surprised even if he yeah. does know it's whiskey. You guys will like all again.
3: be out at the Christmas party. I will be busily editing the podcast. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's
2: oh, that's exactly yeah. what I expected. Thank yeah, you, excellent. exactly. Cheers, bud. Just spill a pizza on your laptop
0: while you're editing i love the holiday season so much because it is basically a reason to because we had rum and egg, eggnog in the office today and we're all gonna get wasted tonight yep. um it's just there's so many special occasions Responsi- to get, responsibly wasted to get drunk with your family and friends yeah. yeah jeremy what do you do on uh for christmas tradition do you have anything that you do your family does
3: my parents divorced when I was quite young. Mm-hmm. And th- so there was always a question for, for Christmas dinners about like where we were going to eat Christmas dinner. Well, it was always we did two. We did one on Christmas Eve with my mom mm-hmm. and then one on Christmas Day with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we would, we would do that. But also there was some... I guess both my parents wanted to do Christmas morning, and you know my sister was really young; right. like she was like one year old when uh, when the split happened. And so, uh, ever since you know I was about five years old, we did Christmas morning on Christmas at my dad's house, had Christmas dinner, uh, and then woke up the next day on Boxing Day at my mom's house and oh. did Christmas morning again. Double uh, dip, yeah. Wow. So, uh, like, with legit two stockings, and I want to be and, sad for you, but I'm actually really jealous. That sounds fine. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird because that was always just like the second. So Santa came because obviously Santa goes to every house. Yeah. The
0: so, way. so he just hit us up twice. I guess. Was there any kind of like competition between uh, what presents Santa brought to your mom's and dad's house? I don't know, but they were always
3: they were always very different. Um, yeah. My my stockings at my mother's house were always like very curated and very sort of. Um, very, very carefully chosen things. Whereas mm-hmm. at my dad's house, I would get, you know, deodorant and toothbrushes. And- <laughs>
2: no, that's a cl- that's a classic like dad thing to do. Yeah. You like some years, my dad would do the stockings, and you would get just that. Go to you get like, <laughs> a London Drugs. Yeah, you get like a roll a roll of Mentos and like a oh, hunting yeah. magazine. Really? really, your dad got you that? Oh no, he got me hockey news because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, he likes hockey. You know you know when parents
0: or relatives do that
2: thing where they, they find out that one thing that you oh, like yeah. and then they just get you everything yeah. based around it.
0: For years after the fact too. For like,
2: years after the fact. So if you were like, like I was
0: really into the Pittsburgh penguins when I was twelve and now like I'll probably still get sweaters from my great aunt. My family is very compact. So I'm I'm like it's me, my brother, and my mom. And And occasionally, well, if I have a girlfriend at the time, I'll buy it. And this year, of course, I do. So I've bought some stuff for her. Of course you do. Of course I do. Uh, Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But I I feel like all the traditions that we have as a family, we don't really... Like, there's nothing to it. It's basically like, let's just get together. There's no, like, whose house we're going to. Because some people, like, have like large family trees and so it's like a tradition to go to so-and-so's <laughs> grandparents house the other thing is we've always been apartment livers we've never yeah. owned a house so like going to it's always been transient it's not like grandma and grandpa have had their house for 40 years we always go there so it's like i, I feel like a little bit i feel separated uh from the whole tradition of of christmas and and don't feel necessarily like there's any kind of Um, I think there's a stress some people associate with like having all the family around and having to entertain for all these people. Um, And I just, I feel like we totally skirted that.
2: Yeah. I I don't know why people put themselves through that that sort of stress. Like going to in-laws' houses across the country and, you know, there's the passive-aggressive relatives that you don't want to see. Yeah. You just want to see the people that you want to see. Yeah. And so pretty much at our house, it's just the five of us. And our dinner isn't like a big, crazy dinner that your parents get stressed out at, and are making like snippy remarks at each other because they've been cooking for seven hours. Yeah, is it done yet? Well, I don't know, David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: You do know my dad's. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So,
2: so instead, instead we just we skip all that that fancy dinner stuff, and we just have the turkey sandwiches. We just make we just make uh, turkey breast and. And stuffing, and then we throw it on a couple pieces of bread with some mayo. It, like, has so it so always so been that way? Or it's been that it's, since you're adults. It's it's been that way for about four or five years because my parents used to do the one where they slaved over the stove all day. We had our neighbors over, oh. and then there would be like weird like dynamics mm-hmm. with having other people outside of our family that you know could be a little passive aggressive or like make little picky little remarks and make that atmosphere feel really weird. Yeah. So we cut most of that out. And we we don't get each other like you know dozens of presents or anything. It's usually just like one thing for each person, and we're yeah. all like super happy just to hang out with each other. And so we just do like a little Christmas breakfast on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, so we do the dinner on the 24th, so that the 25th oh, yeah. is literally just oh yeah, hang out in like a bathrobe, Bailey's. and like have a coffee yes. and a croissant and like yeah, op- where, where open are your, your sweatpants. Yeah, and get your sweater and your socks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's so so. It's such a simple thing that I look forward to it every year instead of dreading like, oh, I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, go to the interior to see my family and yeah, yeah, you know, see uh, Uncle oh, Bob. Christmas and, would be and, the yeah, worst. Yeah, and that too. You don't want to do that. I just want to. I want to be in my home yeah. hometown. And
1: I'm actually I'm gonna be in um I'm gonna be in Japan for Christmas. Yeah. This year. What? Yeah, and they don't celebrate Christmas there, but apparently, oh. A, a tradition a, a very legitimate tradition in japan is getting a bucket of fried chicken from kfc <laughs> on christmas day and having that for dinner that is a, a it's a real accepted tradition Are there gonna be a lineup oh man that? i just called it tuesday yeah yeah i know <laughs> you got a grease stain you're on your s- shirt there tim you're sick yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> uh
0: like so yeah i guess you would are you going to do that? You're going to observe the, the Japanese tradition? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like will, there would will be, they must have, it's like here where there's like two Starbucks that are open on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So they must have like a huge lineup the mo- at KFC. Oh.
2: The movie theaters are always open too, so we usually go see oh, a movie. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So that's, we've done that too. And also yeah. Chinese food restaurants. Is yeah. that the thing? Yeah. Depending.
1: Yeah. My family is actually, it's, it's no different from what we're all talking about. My yeah. parents are also split up. Um, so if anything, I'm just happy to avoid not having to shuttle back and forth between those yeah. two places <laughs> totally it's not it's not a, a great way to spend the holidays, and also it's just it's a long way to to go all the way back to Toronto, yeah but it's still something that I feel bad about every year really um, yeah, totally I yeah. mean like you know if I can't like it's it's so funny because I, I I agree with with everything you're saying about not being stressed out, but there's mm. still this this little like I know. childish thing in me where Christmas matters oh absolutely yeah, like absolutely I, I, yeah. and I, I I have no explanation for it. But yeah, it's I, just, I, I I get into Christmas, yeah. and I'm not the kind of guy to to, to you know get into well, that. I would be holidays, really, really. I would be
2: really disappointed because it there hasn't been a single Christmas where all of us haven't been together in like the 26 Christmases that I've been through. So it would feel really weird. You'd like
0: lose that little part, oh, yeah. part of your soul gets chipped off.
1: <laughs> My uh, it's a bit dramatic, <laughs> a bit, a bit <laughs> dramatic but you know.
0: if you're in Mexico or something, you're just weeping just on be the beach. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna die, man. <laughs>
1: It's, it's it's really okay. like it's really interesting, especially because like my my girlfriend now this is our second Christmas together, but yeah. she t- takes Christmas incredibly seriously. Oh my god, I love um, her already. And it's like it's a big deal. Like we yeah. decorated our tree last week, and she has a full suite of Star Wars ornaments. Oh, and she arranges them in a different fashion every year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I like so I I completely dork out for the Christmas and of, of Christmas season, but I've watched Elf. Twice, I actually watched it yeah. two consecutive nights. I have watched yeah. Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, and then now I'm going to start going through the B tier ones. Actually, I still need like Home Alone one and two, and then Die Hard. Uh, I
1: watched Home Alone two on Saturday. You watched Die Hard, yeah? We, you?
0: Yeah, me and my brothers usually watch Die Hard on Christmas, yeah,
1: Christmas
2: Eve. That's a good after one. after the dinner.
0: Home Alone one or two, Mark? I watched two. Which one do you prefer?
1: Uh, I mean, they're the same movie. <laughs> like they're That's those a good are they're yeah, the yeah. exact same movie. Two yeah. really Christmas irresponsible
2: parents. Yeah. somehow lose their child. That's, seriously, yeah. they, like
1: I love them both equally when I was a kid mm. and I and I like them both equally now. But if you try to say like one or two, one or two, mm-hmm. they're actually the same movie. It's like, you know, he's alone. He even plays that movie. He does that thing, you know, where he's yeah. pausing it and doesn't oh, yeah, play. Oh yeah. I think it's Chalk the same Box movie either? or it's the same like type of movie. He oh, meets yeah. uh, like a a really weird person yeah. And, yeah. And, and and is really scared of them and then he's not scared of them. Yeah. It's just you know it's the
2: it's the same movie and he does things that would kill a normal person
1: right yeah, yeah. Joe in both movies Joe Pesci has his head on fire oh my god for twenty seconds twenty seconds and and yeah.
2: you're getting hit with a paint can in the head which oh would cause like a brain oh, contusion okay. also
1: on the head on fire thing in the second one he he douses his head it, he 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 goes upside it's hard to describe yeah. this No, no But, no, but yeah. he goes upside down and he sticks his head in a toilet yeah. that has gasoline in it and. He's, he's just he's, he's just dead. okay yeah. right, just so I mean of, you know like this is it's it's a it's a trite point to make that that movie's really violent, but the fact of the matter is the same stuff happens in both those movies yeah. Kudos yeah. to to john Hughes uh for um that, was john making that making that paper on that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. wow yeah I, I think
0: I think like that yeah, I watched Home on one and that, that was just like a f- Really yeah. violent movie. It's oh, it's yeah. funny
3: because I didn't think of it as violent as a kid, and no, I remember no, there being some outcry no, no. about it yeah. at the time because I remember that was like the, sort of the same time that like the Simpsons had premiered fairly in fairly recent memory, and again yeah. that was so violent and cynical for a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, right. that's true. Yeah, but yeah. as a kid, that just washes over you. You're yeah. like, huh yeah, it's you're just you're like totally a cartoon. Right. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's as like, I'm getting
1: older, it's you know I watch Home Alone and I see like. Daniel Stern get shot in the ass with a nail gun, and I'm not. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's it terrible. The it,
0: real world, like your your sense of immortality goes away as an adult, oh, and you're yeah, like, Ugh. without a doubt, uh, we here at Flow and Metalab uh, want to wish you a very happy holidays. Thank you for listening, and thanks for like the f- a good first half of the season, or you know, half a dozen episodes of uh, Flow Radio. We've been having fun making them and hope you have fun listening to them. Um, everyone hope you have a happy holidays. I think this is coming out probably the week before or the 19th maybe yep, or ish. yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully the next week is filled with a little bit more relaxing, a little bit more booze than usual. And, uh, and our, our thoughts go out to your family and, and love to you. Uh, there you go, <laughs> and uh, so on it's behalf. It's the longest sign off ever. I, well, no, I, you gotta like you it's know, know really tie a little bow like on it, it right? Though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you like it? Yeah, I like you're it. Not, okay, you're not gonna make fun of me? <laughs> no, no. It's, it's very heartwarming. <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. Actually. Yeah, we I we love our our listeners. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah. we probably know personally all every single one of them. So. Yeah,
3: getting harder to say that actually. Oh, really? Like, well, our listenership has grown by ten times since October.
0: So yeah, I um, mean, so we're up Christmas to ten miracles. listeners. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, So from everyone here at uh, Flow and Metalab, thanks very much for listening, and hope you have a happy holidays and a safe new year. uh, For Ian, Tim, Jeremy,
1: and Mark. Bye. Bye.